Good afternoon, good evening, and good morning. It's just me and you, eh? Me and the gang. Just gonna turn my headphones down here because Christ, that's loud in my ears. Hope everyone's doing well today. As you can see, I've um, set up the background there with all the lovely viewer mail notes that we've been sent. It's so nice to see that every day when we walk into the living room. <clears throat> um, as the title says, going to look at some feedback, a bit of context. Um, we've had a big year, a very busy year, and dare I say, a pretty successful year. It's been brilliant, and we couldn't have done it without you lot. And as I get to now, we've just put out an electric picnic, and you know maybe it's not quite doing as well as some of the other videos. And and there's been a there was like a it was like a bump, like a big a big kind of increase in views, and then a bit of a decline, and then a bit more of an increase, and then a bit of a decline again. So I'm obviously obviously thinking like, well, what's going on? Um, and I think yeah, it's just natural to to feel like dejected when you sometimes see a number not as big as you'd expect. And that's fine, because I've seen a lot of numbers this year that are much bigger than I expect. But um, So I've been thinking, what ah, what can we do to stay as fresh as possible? Um, and I thought, well, why not ask, like, why not ask you lot? Um, so I made a Google form, which is like a little questionnaire, just a place to anonymously submit a comment essentially and um it's had like 200 responses already and i only did it today <laughs> so i thought why not take it in while it's fresh and relevant to now and comment on some of it really some of it will be taken on board some of it won't um we're always going to make i'm always going to make at least i'm sure the same goes for the rest of the guys the content that we want to make like we we're not saying what do you want to see us do that we've never done before and where all of a sudden we're going to start doing that. We're always going to keep doing essentially the same old shit. But what I, what I really wanted to find out was what was good this year and what did, what did everyone like? What wasn't so good this year and what have you seen enough of? And any rough new ideas. So we're going to kind of get in to the bulk of it. Sorry, folks, if I go quiet while you're listening on um, whatever platform you listen to podcasts on. It's because I'm drinking a Y food, and this isn't sponsored. I just fucking love Y food, and I'm a bit busy today. Ah. Legitimately, this isn't a sponsored video. So let's have a look then. Let's have a look, and I'll share some context um, as we go. So let me just put OBS here, which I'm using to record myself on, into split screen. And we will grab Google Chrome and take that out of full screen. And then we will split screen it with OBS, just so I can see what I look like as reading these. All right, cool. So we got 211 responses. So again, to recap, what did I ask for? I asked for what did you like this year? What went well? And what would you want to see more of? What didn't go so well? What didn't you like? And any rough kind of ideas. Um, so let's just dig in. We'll just go from the top. Uh, first of all, I do just want to say thanks so much to everyone that filled this in. I put this in the two places where I think like real opinions that I really value would come from. Um, 
you know, I could put this on Twitter and it wouldn't really have that effect, but I put it in the Sam Pelly squad, our Facebook page, and I put it on uh, YouTube communities. Um, and I find generally the people that interact there are the, the kind of the people that we want to please, really, that we want to keep around. Um, they're generally the more diehard and the more uh, on the wavelength. Anyway, someone here says Glasgow Weatherspoons Challenge or more Scotland content. Maybe Weatherspoons Challenge is over Scotland, Wales, and Northern Ireland. Yeah, we had an idea to do the Ireland one literally the same week that another big YouTuber put out a, an Ireland Weatherspoons video. I can't remember who it was, but it was like a big YouTuber that's kind of in a similar, similar kind of... Um, they're often like talked about us in, you know, we're often kind of talk, mentioned alongside them that we are much smaller. I think it was, I can't remember, it might have been Jack Mate, but it was a big channel. And that kind of thought, well, there's no point in us doing that now because it, they've probably done it better than we could. Uh, someone here said, shorter content, love the hour-long videos, but what about doing gigs in different cities and having 10 to 20-minute vlogs? So this is an interesting thing because the main channel used to, a day in the life used to be 10 minutes. And then a day in the life became like 20 minutes every week. And then like the ante was raised in my head and I'd never dream of uploading like a day in the life, even like what we were uploading at the start of this year. That said, the hour long videos are always, and I mean this truthfully, and you might not think this, they're always accidentally an hour. It's mental. I will get to an ed- get to the end of an edit and look at the timeline and it's like one hour, one minute, one hour, three minutes. Um, it's not intentionally an hour. It's just that's as much as I'm happy cutting out and it's a bit not based on the running length at all. It's just a big coincidence that everything is around about an hour. I guess it's going to be right. It's the same format each week. Sat on two videos at the minute that are shorter. One's probably going to come in at about 30 minutes. The other one's coming in at about 40 minutes. Um, and if they do well, I'll be more comfortable putting out slightly shorter form content on the main channel. Sorry, I'll get rid of this in a sec. Someone said, bring back the shopping vids. Um, this kind of goes back to my initial comment. I'm looking for like feedback here and that is some very valid feedback but I'm I'm not gonna we're not just gonna we're, we're making content for us still um the shopping vid you may have heard I was on um on a gentleman called Matt's podcast it's called Nevermind Polly podcast and I was a guest on there recently and we talked about this um and do you know what if you want to hear my take on the shopping vid then head over and, and listen to that I'll put Put a link in the description of the YouTube video um, for this podcast and head over and show him some love. And then you can hear what I've got to say about the shopping vid. Um, Someone here says, the general general admission videos are always better than when you need to camp in press. Also the ones where no one knows who you are so you can let loose. I totally agree with this. I totally, totally agree with it. And we very rarely camp in, in guest we camped in guest at Reading. We camped in guest at Leeds just through necessity. Um, I have 10 times more fun at the festivals where no one knows who we are, to be honest. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I love meeting our viewers and I, I never want that to stop. And when it does stop in the winter, I really miss it. 
Um, but it does take up a lot of time. And then you've got to kind of rush around and get the vlog, uh, which probably ends up in a slightly worse vlog. So it's um, it's a double-edged sword. I wouldn't really change it for the world. But yeah, I, I agree. Um, there's some festivals that we'll be doing next year that that we definitely won't be like in guest or impressing. Um, I mean, the biggest videos this year, to be honest, we weren't in guest or press. Download, we were in standard. Coachella, we were in standard. Boomtown, we were in standard. Even when we get accredited for events, we try and go into standard, but there's just some times where it's not not doable. Um, but it's a great input, and I'm very aware of that bit of feedback already. Um, there's a lot of comments in here that are just compliments, generally. Not so much feedback, but kind of general compliments, which is very nice. I'm going to skip past those for the sake of this video, because... Um, I don't really have much insight to add to each one of them, aside from thanks very much. Someone here says, would love to see TPD go to Japan. We've been trying to go to Japan since 2019. The issue is um, annual leave. A Japan video do pretty well. Festival videos do really well. And if we want to make this into a viable um, career for a few of us, we need to keep doing the festivals. And I know what you're thinking, well, do festivals and Japan, but that's where the annual leave comes into it. Um, one day, we will go to Japan for an extended tour, and it'll be a life-changing experience. And hopefully, that'll be in the next year or so. But right now, it's just not viable. Um, I don't have the time. The boys don't have the time. Um, we probably don't have the money either, to be honest. This, this year's been expensive. I'm just going to have another drink of the Y food. Yeah, so I'll talk talk about talk about costs for a sec, which I don't like to do very often. But when you look at like a video like I don't know, let's say let's say All Points East video. I'm working on it now. That's one of the shorter ones that I mentioned. And do you know what? I think it's pretty funny. I think it's one of the funniest in a while, actually. I've laughed out loud while editing it. But that was five people. Just going to All Points East, not a particularly big deal. But you've got to, with that, you've got to then get five people down to London. Train's expensive. All Points East was a two-day event, so that's ten tickets. You've got drinks and food and stuff to pay for. And, um, you know, it adds up to, like, well into the, like, multiple thousands of pounds, even for, like, a... Even for like a small video like that, like a video that, that isn't even a, a what I would consider like a big TPD video. So you can only imagine what like the big ones, like the Reading and the Leeds and shit costs. And the reason I mention this is because we're very fortunate that now this kind of stuff is kind of breaking even. Um, but a Japan trip is just sadly not quite in our in our remit yet. Um, here's, a, here's a comment here. It says, it'd be good to see, I'm, I'm kind of... Um, paraphrasing some of these because some of them are a bit long um so it says be nice to see more content while you're watching bands or even just talking about bands there's been a few festivals where i've been excited to see what you think of certain bands and there just hasn't been any mention at all it's a great point um when i when i used to when i used to be kind of protective of this space which i'm not anymore and 
you know, there's some great content creators out there, uh, smaller than us and bigger than us creating festival content. But I used to, when we were like, when all we'd do a year was like Leeds Fest and, and it used to go big for us back then, I used to be quite possessive over, over the space of like, where the guys that do the festival videos online. And whenever someone else would pop up, to be totally honest, like I'd feel a little bit like, for fuck's sake, like we gotta, we got to outdo these. And that's why I used to rush the vids all the time and get them out like the fucking hour after Leeds Fest. Anyway, whenever I'd watch like other people's stuff, my main takeaway was that there's too much footage of the stage, like some download vlogs. And I'm not thinking of any in particular, but I know I've seen some where it's like a 90-minute a, a video and 80% of it is just shaky camera footage with bad audio pointing at the stage from 100 metres away. And I guess that thought is what's been why we haven't put super long live music bits in the vid. I have, um, I think I've got better at putting that stuff in. And sometimes, I know it's hard to believe, but sometimes we go to a festival and we don't really see any bands. <laughs> um, you know that's not why we're in it, but... I think it's some good feedback and it's something that um, I'm definitely just trying to refocus my camera there. I'm definitely aware of and um, yeah, duly noted. I think there is space for a bit more of that in the videos. If it's shot well, if it sounds good and particularly if we've got something to say, then why not? Uh, da, 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 da. So there's just some nice compliments here. Um... Here's one that I knew I'd get a lot of. Uh, it says, more briety. And first of all, absolutely. Um, there's nothing I would love than to spend every day with Bridie, to be totally honest with you. Maybe six days a week with Bridie. Um <laughs> When I made this form, I was going to put in the description, don't just say more Bridie, because I knew people would say this. But then I also knew if I asked you to not do that, that's all you'd do. Um. Folks, we all work full-time jobs and Briardy's job is by far the most demanding and the most time-consuming. Um, I obviously won't go into any detail further than that, but I mentioned it in the Leeds video, like, I know you guys would love to see Briardy in a video. I'd love to have him in every video because he's great for the channel and he's like my best mate. Um, but I'd just like to see Briardy more like in real life as a as my mate and the reason you're not seeing him is just because he's so busy um whenever we do a massive massive thing you know bridey's going to be involved and i think part of the reason that that makes bridey so special and so beloved is because he's not there every week no one's ever saying with respect rob's great jake's great dan's great there's a lot of nice stuff, but like nowhere near as much as Bridie. And I think that's for two reasons. Number one, because Bridie is an elite tier human being. Um, but also sometimes less is more. And the fact that he's not there that often is maybe why it's so special and the energy's so good when he is. Uh, da, 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 da. Okay, I was So maybe try and get a few pod maybe try and get on a few podcasts to increase exposure. This is a great, great point. Um, I'm in a position now where I'm getting into the time of year where I could go on anyone's podcast. Um, 
the thing is, I don't think I'm an interesting enough or a desirable enough guest to go on anyone's podcast. Um, it used to be, I used to get asked quite a bit when I was really busy, but now I'm a bit less busy. I actually don't have any, any offers or anything. A flip on this is I also know that I need to get some good guests on our podcast, but I'm just too scared to ask people that are connected because I don't want them to say no. <laughs> um, I'm up to, for doing any podcast out there pretty much. I wouldn't want to do a podcast that massively increases our exposure. Um, and maybe my opinion on this would change if, um, if there was an offer on the table. But I'm really proud of our community and our community that we've created. And yet, you know what I'm talking about. Every time a certain someone posts asking for podcast guests, we're pretty much the, the number one request every time, at least outside of the realm of celebrities. And and I don't want to do something like that because, at least not yet, because I think we've still got to build our core audience first before then maybe relying on a, on a third party to promote us. Um, but I would love to go on, on maybe some equal size creator channels where it could be mutually beneficial, things like that. Or even much smaller, you know, it's, I, I, don't, I don't care about that. It's all good. Um, right, let's keep going. A lot of people here saying you need to do Glastonbury. You need to do Glastonbury. Um, yep, I know that. I know that, my friend. And believe me, I already know that. I'm already trying. We didn't, it wasn't for lack of trying this year. Um, it'll be a miracle if we don't go in 2022. Put it that way. A bad miracle. It is a nightmare. Um, here says, only vid this year didn't really like was the slam dunk one. Really not great. You all seem too stressed. Just stayed in the VIP bar all day. You're completely right, mate. I, um, I've taken a lot of reflections, both as a creator and as a person away from slam dunk. And um, I totally agree, mate. Um, totally agree. If it was the old days, I'd probably take that video down. But I think that's got 100k. So, you know. Um, what have we got here? Someone says, like the big splashy event coverage, I generally think some more average slash boring content would be great to see. It sounds counterintuitive, but the behind the scenes day-to-day stuff is what makes you life so endearing and makes us as an audience feel a part of the crew. Um, also, more, more merch drops. Um, great point, yeah. I do think that it, it's kind of shooting ourselves in the foot, like uploading. I know you say boring in like quotes, but I think for a lot of people, it, it really is boring. Some of the some of the standard stuff, but I'm happy for the second channel to just have whatever on it, and hopefully that's a way now that you guys can feel a bit more connected and we can have this conversation, if you will. Um, and while we can still not alienate the um, the dare I say the new audience, because we do want to do this legitimately and we do want to keep getting sponsors and we do want to keep having successful merch drops. And the only way we're going to do that is if we're pumping out like, I class it as like AAA content is what we call it kind of internally, uh, which just means like a major kind of big vid. Um, so I totally see the point. And do you know what? I agree. I think that is why our community is so tight knit. But just keep your eyes on the second channel, right? Um, people love to, I'm not saying you're doing this here, but like people love to like criticize any kind of change and 
It's the same as when I watched the Grand Tour. It's literally the same as Top Gear. But because there was a subtle change, like it was on a different network and it, it had a different name, I didn't like it as much as Top Gear. And I, I had to kind of convince myself that's just in my head. It's literally the same fucking thing. Now I love the Grand Tour. So hopefully people can see the second channel as kind of what the first channel was a few years back. And now the first channel has just evolved into something something new. But it's a great, great input. And maybe we'll make some kind of a day in the lives that maybe even go on to the second channel that are a bit more, are a bit more, as we say, kind of boring in that sense. Um, da, da, da. Electric video is my favorite video of the season. Festivals in other countries seem to put you boys out of the routine, so therefore make the videos feel more unique and entertaining. Totally agree. I love doing the unique and entertaining festivals that we've never been to. It's interesting that you say this because you've said it, and I agree, but Electric Picnic's our worst performing video since before Coachella. Whether that's because people are just burnt out watching us or whether it's because Electric Picnic doesn't have that much of a draw on YouTube, or whatever it is, I don't know, but it's an interesting concept, isn't it? It's interesting to think about. Um, a lot of comments about, like, let's do a lot of non-English festivals, Ireland, USA, Scotland. Absolutely, I'm all over it. It's, it's what I want to do. I love traveling. It's still a novelty for me getting on a plane. I didn't fly till I was 25, so... um. I still love doing that and you know I'm off to Berlin this weekend for 24 hours to go to a festival and and we're trying I think so many of them are in America and like I'm sure a lot of you do understand but just in case someone out there doesn't understand nine out of the 12 months of the year to get four of us to America is an immediate five grand and that's just get into America that's not an RV, that's not a hotel, that's not a festival ticket, that's not spending money. It's extortionate. So to do it independently, because I see all these comments, and of course I want to go to Burning Man. Are you kidding? I'm going to try and figure that out. Of course I want to go to Riot Fest in Chicago. But it's just physically impossible with the amount of uh, of cash that we've got at the minute. I'm not saying that we're, we're hard done to because we're far from it. We're very very fortunate but we just can't be hopping over i mean this berlin trip just that alone is 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 probably like 1500 quid before we even get there and, and that's a lot of money the video won't probably what it's very likely that that video won't break even um unless we get a sponsor sign on and it's not all about breaking even we're not in this to make money but we're we can't afford to to just lose loads of some money either <laughs> um I'll tell you what my ideal world is. My ideal world is two or three of us can quit our jobs. Uh, one of them's me. Other one's probably Jake. And then maybe Dan. Or maybe Raz. And we can just spend three months in America and cover them all. And then come back and upload them all. Um, that That is the dream. and uh, But that is a dream and it's a very, very far away. Um, Somebody has said, no more festival shopping vids. You've done plenty. It's starting to feel forced. Great point. Someone said, more day in the lives. Less thank you for watching. We watched because we're entertained. Yeah, it's a good point. Um, 
I'm not saying thanks for watching because I feel like I need to. I'm saying that. I say it in lots of vids. Most of the vids, to be honest. And I think what's important to realise is, like, I say that because in that exact moment, I'm, I'm having, like, I look around and just realise and just double take, like, how, how fortunate I am. You know, if I'm sat in the car at Leeds Fest, I've not gone to sit in the car at Leeds Fest to specifically say something, like, from the heart. I'll go to the car at Leeds Fest to grab something, and I'll take a second to sit down, and then it just sinks in, like, wow. And that's when I say that. So I'm going to keep doing that because it is sincere. Um, but maybe I can shorten down those there, those comments a little bit. Um, so just scroll in here. Somebody said, really enjoyed the Monopoly video. Um, the Monopoly video was, dare I say, it was fucking excellent, man. Varley and me pulled together a blinder on that one. Varley with all the prep work and all the ideas and the props, and then me with a really tight, concise, sharp edit, probably the best edited video that had ever been on the channel until Coachella. Um, and yeah, that I think that was great, and we've got some of the stuff planned. Like As you know, festival season's pretty much over. That is the kind of stuff we're going to be doing, spoiler alert, so come on. Let's have it. Somebody here says they liked showing new festival. Oh, man, the form keeps fucking jumping up to the top, man. Good God. Now I can't find that comment, and it looked like a really good one as well. Um, oh, now I've pressed the black button. For fuck's sake. Just talk amongst yourselves. Class teachers just figuring out how to use the old computer. Let me do a command F liked okay so liked the new festivals showing the ones that haven't been on the channel how we talked about costs and stuff um thanks yeah i i think that was a good good thing to introduce for some of them someone didn't like the bingley live vlog don't knacker ourselves out for the sake of having a, a video a week all summer it felt really forced and clear that you'd have preferred to be at home on the sofa um it was a waste of your time and money yeah do you know what i think for someone like bingley it it was it wasn't set up to fail and it hasn't failed it's done 100k but i thought it would genu genuinely be better than it was and we really did plan on going sober and i was actually really excited there's not been a time all year where it's been like oh we gotta go to a festival it's never like i'd rather be at home because it's very rare there's times in a festival where i think god get me home but it's never like, oh, I've got to go to a festival. It's always really exciting. Um, but I agree, like, that that video didn't turn out. It's just a shit. It, it was just shit. But I guess if you've taken that away from it and we figured that out while we were there, I guess we've kind of, it's done its job, hasn't it? It's, it's real. But I, I see what you're saying. Um, da, 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 da. Mm, 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 just keep going bring back the shopping videos um we'll watch this space got some cool ideas for that do birthday challenges for each other it's very loose that very very loose i'm not asking you to write the video ideas for me but i don't really know what that means um mm, 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 I, I am just kind of scrolling here and there's some 
There's some great stuff. A lot of people want to see a road trip video. So do I. I don't think we've got time for a for a proper road trip this year. Like when you see the Europe video, either Road to Nowhere or the Extra Large USA Tour or Route 66, that's 16 days off work that that takes. And we just don't have it. We just don't have it. Um, unfortunately, I not even, I mean, if we did a road trip, we'd, we would make a video, but even just personally, just being in the van with my mates is heaven on earth. Um, so I would, I would love to do that, but unfortunately, the kind of weekly festival content this year has had to come first. We've loved doing it, and there's sacrifices that have to come along with doing that. And if you've got to sacrifice something you really enjoy doing, like a road trip, to go to 15 festivals and have a great time, 14. 13 of the 15 times then i guess that's a pretty good sacrifice to make um mm -mm. again someone wishing we did some shorter stuff um yeah ah yeah somebody like it's a good it's a good comment this one because they're saying like do some shorter stuff when you did the 1975 tour in 2020 you split it up into three videos and and yeah, I, I I think maybe I mean we're thinking about doing the Biffy one, the Biffy tour, and you know maybe I'd split that up, but maybe not. I don't know. It it, it all depends on how the video ends up. The the in the Biffy one there was there was nothing really cut out that that was worth worth having in there. Um. But I appreciate it's all very validating this because everyone's kind of saying the same thing, like don't overthink it and just put out what you what you've always done, um, and we love it. So thanks very much. Some of these are quite long, and that and I haven't looked at them yet, so I'm gonna skip some of those because I can't, I don't want to be sat silent digesting them on the camera for you to just watch me, and then be able to. Um, and then be able to, you know, comment on it. I'll, I'll take those in in my own time. Um, someone here, love to see more indie festivals as well as big festivals. There's a lot of festivals out there. I think it would be amazing content to do the small ones. Um, yeah, I agree. I think that benefit both us and a small festival at Avers. Um, again, I don't want to keep talking about money, but like, what's weird? is we can often get like accredited for the for the larger festivals um whereas for the smaller ones we generally can't and again i mentioned earlier like if there's five six of you going it really adds up um bingley was one of the more expensive festivals this year would you believe even though it's the smallest we've been to um but yeah I think I think it's not so much doing small or indie ones as much as doing different ones. And we've committed to next year, if there's a clash between two festivals, we're going to go to the one that we've not been to before. So hopefully that'll bring some interesting stuff. Um, da, 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 da. Just keep going. Um, everything's just so nice. I thought there'd be a little bit more um, criticism. 
But um, yeah, there's not really. I mean, I'm only a few responses in, but um, it's all about saying like, don't worry about just doing festivals and stuff. Here's a here's a great one, just at a glance. Um, me and my girlfriend really get excited when we see the TBD notification. Uh, our only consistent problem is the way you guys film. Often the camera is like four or five inches from someone's face and it means all you can see is the side of someone's head and nothing else. If you guys took a step or two back from each other before you start to record, you could see the whole person on camera. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a great point. Um, there's a lot of very unflattering and and very kind of amateur gorilla Blair Witch style shots in our, in our content. Um, these folks are from Canada, by the way. Hello. I would love to go to Canada. Um, yeah, so with this, it's good advice. And I can, what I can do is immediately try and implement what I can there. Um, we film a hundred, well, 99% of what we film is filmed on one of these, an iPhone. The only time we film on anything else is the GoPro, which has been used for about four shots this year. It's where you, where it's in water. And sometimes when you're in the heat of a moment, to cover stuff in the way we do, right, it's like, let's say, the first example I think of is like, we're walking in an evening at Leeds Fest from guest to um, Orange Camp to meet people. Um, you, you, see a sh you see a clip and that's just an instinctive thing that me or Jake or whoever has just done. And I think to do what you're saying requires a bit more planning and it requires a bit more thought. It is just, after doing this for 15 years, it is just a reflex now. I'll walk somewhere, I'll get the camera out and I'll tell the camera what I'm doing. And I don't even realize I've done it really. Obviously I do know what I'm doing, but I, I, you know, what I mean, it's so common for for us to do that. Like I've, I've got twenty thousand plus clips of of me doing just that, just on this phone. Never mind on on the other guys. So I think there's a there's a happy medium somewhere. As my teeth slowly get worse, I am noticing these up close shots a lot more, and um, there is some stuff that I can implement straight away to try and make that a bit more appealing for for both of us. Um, but I think you know if. If you thought, if you think that we live, that we, that we do this in a case of, right, everyone stop, we're going to say this, say this now, bang, okay, now do another take, we we just don't. Um, some stuff is obviously a little bit more planned, but 90% of what you see is just done completely on the fly, like that, with not even a few sentences to, to pre-warn anyone or, or anything. So, duly noted, and we'll see what we can do there. Um... Um, this is a good one um, content needs something refreshing it used to be that the shopping video and Leeds Fest was the video you'd wait for now you're doing a festival every weekend it becomes overexposure and repetitive um, and the camps are not good in guest yeah do you know what I, I can see that but I think in the long run if like we've got like 10 or 13 new festival videos this year and they can just sit there and hopefully accumulate views and attract a new audience every year um i don't know if we're going to do another year like this at this capacity this was more of an experiment 
Um, I get that it might have been a little draining this year to see, oh, it's the same shit again. Uh, and it has been for me, from from especially from an editing perspective. Every time there's the intro and it's like the, this one is Lee's first. It's like, you know, I just that's I just can't be asked. Like the editing has been has been much less enjoyable this year, or at least in the last month. Um, and I've got a couple of videos now in the pipeline that I'm really enjoying editing because I don't have to do it every week. And I know what you're saying there is effectively you don't have to do it every week. But I wanted to do this experiment this year. And we probably will do it again next year, but it's not a guarantee, right? It's not a guarantee that we will. Um, I think ultimately more content is more content. And if someone discovers us via the Bingley video next year or by the Boomtown video that they, that otherwise wouldn't have been a thing, then it was worth um, it was worth us doing. Um, in relation to not as good when camping in guests, yeah, totally agree. There's very few of them. Um, I I want to do more like tour videos, like things I things I love doing: festival videos, road trip videos, and tour videos. The issue with the tour is again, like it, it's it's what's most doable while in a. I keep going on about this, but while while we're all working full time, and you know, a band's tour often is. I mean, look at that 1975 tour; it's atrocious. It's all ninety percent weekdays, and it's like oh, shit. There goes that cool video idea, you know, Biffy's tour. Oh, we can't really can't really make something compelling. Uh, festivals, most of them just require one day off, so it's a good point. But um, I think I, I think I've got some kind of counter arguments. Everything here, I'm not I'm not here to have an argument with people. I'm just I'm still taking what you say on board, and and, it, and it'll be in there now. Every one of these, it, it's just I'm kind of just thinking out loud as we're. As I'm reading them, uh, I'm not kind of saying no. Well, you're wrong because ultimately, it's you're as right as I am. It's just opinions, right? But um, so it's all positive. Um, it's all all positive, and I'm just kind of shedding a little bit of light, a little bit of what goes on behind the curtain. Um, I guess. Um, da, 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 da. Um, love the format of the videos, the opening guitar. Da, da, da. Didn't enjoy the VIP stuff as much as the real ex, a real festival gets missed. Yeah, I I totally agree. Again, like this, in <laughs> it's tricky because I mean we've only done one like proper VIP experience this year, and that was at Rock in Rio, and I think that was worth sprinkling in there because it it showed what normal non VIPs get up to when they gifted that experience um but for everything else like yeah i i agree like i i, I don't i don't want to really be in the vip I, I think there has been a good mix this year of general admission stuff i think i really don't think there's been much vip um you'll often find me in the fucking trying to drag everyone else out of the guest area to be honest but um but yeah so here's a here's something. Um, it's got some really nice um, nice compliments on there. Someone has said, my only bit of feedback is now you're going into the winter season, why don't you try doing the live stream continent again? It's good to have banter with you one-on-one -on -one via the chat in the comments. For those of you that don't know, we did a load of live streams in the lockdown. 
literally today, literally today, we got we got a we got a spreadsheet, right? A shared document. And um it's our quarter four content plan. And um today I added, before reading this, live streams onto that plan. Cause I think number one, they're good fun and we haven't done one for a while. And the issue is the same fucking thing with everything with us. The issue is we did two hundred of them in a row and got burnt out. So we haven't done one for a while. I know not I now know how to use the technology a little bit. To be totally open with you, they're very good from a revenue perspective. So it's a fantastic payday for the channel, which helps us offset some of the other stuff. And um yeah, I, I think I think we will do at least one um this December because of those reasons that, that I just said. I, I I would actively look forward to one right now. Um so let's see what happens. And thanks for your this is from Kelly, they've signed it off. Thanks for your fantastic um input there. I really appreciate it. Um I personally would like to see more camper van vlogs. Yeah, totally, totally would. Um, I'm guessing the reason we haven't seen a lot of a day in the lives, random fucking about menial shit going on, going to the odd gig is because of festival season. But I'd like to see some more across the winter. Yeah, I'm sure that you will. I'm sure you will. Sorry, I'm just opening Google Sheets. Um, Because it's now forced me into Google Sheets. Oh, why is it why is it done it like this? Sorry, folks, please excuse me as I try and learn Google Sheets. God, I hate spreadsheets so fucking much. Um Okay, so Oh, this is unbearable. Can I zoom out? Not really. Brilliant. Oh, it's in a web browser and I can just zoom out using that. No, no, I can't. Right. Anyway. Um Someone here said, not into the countdown at the beginning of the YouTube premieres. Great point. So a little bit of context here. We do premieres for some videos. I'm still trying to figure out if it's beneficial for the channel to do a premiere. Um, the premiere is where you release a video. It comes out at 6 p.m. Everyone can see it's about to come out at 6 p.m. Everyone can jump in the live chat. We can all chat. I can see everyone's reaction in real time. And it's great vibe. And sometimes people send uh, like paid super chat comments in as well, which is always nice to to um, to get a little bit of uh, AdSense in there or revenue for the channel. The downside is it kills engagement in the comments because anyone that would comment on the video just uses the live chat. Once the premiere is done, that comment's gone. It doesn't exist. So the algorithm sees your video as a lower performing video from an engagement perspective. Um, what this person here is specifically referring to is when there is a premiere, it says it's going to go live at six. It goes live at six with a five minute countdown. And I choose that. Um, the reason I choose that is because it just, I, th I feel like it gives people more time to get there. Um, and when you're watching the premiere, you can see the concurrent viewers, like it's a live stream. And it's really validating for me as 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 the creator to have a what I consider a good number. And I always see a better number when we do that countdown because people maybe get the notification and they've got time to get to it. 
I've been on the other side with the 1975 um, part of the band music video that premiered this year, and they had a five-minute timer, and it was fucking well annoying. So I do get it, but I think as a creator, it is... Um, well, do you know what? Maybe the premieres are going to go, to be honest, because, again, I can't. we can't afford to be losing the comments like that. But last premiere, it had a one-minute countdown. There was a lot of people buzzing in the chat because there was only a one-minute countdown. So it's a valid point, mate. Totally, totally agree with you. Sometimes you've got to do what you got to do for the for the algorithm, but I, I do agree on a fundamental level. That five-minute countdown is annoying. I'll take that on board. Um. So someone here has said... Everyone wants to see more day in the life. And what I wonder is if we put a video out that just had the day in the life logo and the title, would people be, is it a grand tour, top gear kind of scenario again? The I've mentioned there's a couple of videos that we're working on at the minute. And I could title it, name of what we're doing, a, hyphen, a day in the life, 190 or whatever we're on. If I didn't title it that way, would people perceive it differently? Like, do people want a day in the life just because they like the brand and they like what they're expecting out of it and a day in the life? I'm not sure. Maybe they do. Maybe they don't. Uh, da, 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 da. Just keep going through these. Um, so... Um, please do neighborhood weekend, neighborhood weekend next year. Really wanted to do it this year, but unfortunately we just couldn't get us all there. It was on my birthday, so whatever I was doing on my thirtieth birthday, it was really important to me that that me and all my friends were together. And I think we had a pretty muted day. Like I had a great day, but we didn't do anything like super exciting. But it was more important for me to be with everyone and we couldn't make it so that we were all together and at neighborhood weekender, unfortunately. Um the festival had sold out, so we couldn't buy tickets. And they were kind enough to sort us out with a couple of tickets, but again, it was important for me to have everyone there. And it's a shame as well, because I think we'd have had a great time. But maybe next year. I mean, your comment does literally say, please do it next year. So maybe. Um I'm pretty sure we will. Da, 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 da. So just still going. Um, lots of positive stuff about the festival season. So here's a co- uh, here's something interesting. Since TikTok reels and YouTube shorts, shorter videos seem to be more popular. Not saying you should do 30 second videos, but I struggle with hour long videos, perhaps shorten most videos to 20 minutes. I understand doing a festival every week as a goal. However, it did get repetitive, especially silent discos. As much as I enjoy being in one, I don't want to see silent disco footage every night of a festival. Next festival, perhaps do one or two festivals every month. And then he's given some things. Um, Yeah, I think that's really valid. Um, this person started watching when we hit 5k subscribers. So I really, you know, really value you being here. Um, yeah, I think it's a good point. I think the answer isn't necessarily that we don't do as many festivals. I think, and I talked about this in the podcast that I did on the Nevermind Polly podcast. Um, again, I mentioned earlier. Um, I think the issue was in the uploading schedule. It was, it was bad for me mentally and my workload 
it was probably bad for the algorithm and it was probably a bit exhausting for you lot as well um, but we did it we did it and it's done and do you know what i'm proud that that we managed to do it i think next year if we do the same thing they won't be uploaded in quick succession as they were maybe 10 days or two weeks between them there's no point not going to ones that are on but maybe we'll maybe we'll spread out the um spread out the the release of them and then selfishly that helps for sponsors as well because um you know there's some big videos this year that didn't have a sponsor attached and look we, it's mad that we're in a world now where we get a sponsor uh, because we didn't before this year that's for sure so it's because of you lot that we get them but we put out some pretty heavy hitters this year that that just didn't have a sponsor attached because because of my self-imposed upload schedule um whereas what we what we maybe would have done if we'd have done one every two weeks or one every three months because there's a quite a bit that i've had to turn down and just ignore or say sorry we don't have any we don't have any content now and maybe I should have saved some vids for that. Again, that's a totally selfish kind of outlook, but I think it's a valid one for the for the good of the channel. Uh, da, 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 da. A lot of people recommending like specific events here, uh, which I did mention like that's not what this forum's for. It's more of a a creative forum, but um, I still appreciate all the shouts for the specific events. Um, you ain't going to recommend something that I haven't already looked at um, or that one of us hasn't already mentioned. We're very in tune with this and we're very aware what people want to see. We're very aware what we want to do. We're very aware what will make a good video. We're very aware what probably won't make a good video. Um, we've learned the hard way. You've seen the Bingley video. <laughs> um, mm -mm -mm. Here's an interesting one. Um says one of our favorite channels but it riles me up a little bit that you camp so unsust unsustainably um da, da, da. and what they're doing there is basically they don't want to see a drastic change in the way we have a good time but it would be cool to do an experiment to see sustainable camping episode um just to show everyone new to festivals that it's doable it's a really good point it's a really really good point because we we do want to we've come a long way with this right we've come a long way and i'm sure what you're referring to here is the fact that like we generally just get new equipment every time i'd be lying if i said that throughout this whole year we didn't leave a single trace anywhere because we have we're burnt out human beings that sometimes have left a couple of bits we're not talking like tent or anything but do you know what? We could have done better. And I've tried to visibly do better with this on the channel. And I've tried to instill that behavior and that thought in the rest of the, the team as well. And I think most of us get it. Um, there's times where, like with Electric Picnic, where we just, unfortunately, we just had to buy stuff and leave it. And then there's stuff where you see me getting an airbed. And that's purely because 
I'm not trying to make excuses. Like, we absolutely can do better. But I do like the one bag wonder thing. And the reason I do that is because I really value the convenience. And what I can do is get an airbed from Tesco in a little box, perfectly packaged, and just fit that in my bag. What I can't do, or what I struggle to do, on a Sunday or a Monday when I'm hanging and I've got a big edit ahead, is package a, a fully blown airbed back up. I just can't do it. I've tried to do it. I can't get it in the box. This is just one example. And again, I'm not saying that we can't do better because we can. Um, but in that case, do you know what? I will sling my airbed. It's just a trade-off. We've come a long way with it and we've still got a long way to go. And your your comment is valid. And I did wonder when I put this form out, will we, will we get a mention of this? Because I do think that, that it's really valid. Um, we're probably not quite as unsustainable as you think, but yeah, we could, we could do better. Sometimes we'll make a, an executive decision to be unsustainable, like smashing the table at download just cause we wanted to have a bit of fun. It wasted a table, but I think we got a cool shot. Um, but then there's other times where you know, we really make sure that it's quite the opposite or make sure that we're seen to be and are being tidy or being clean or look we've we've had one scandal on this on this channel and it was around like environmental uh concerns, if you will. So it's something that's always on my mind. Um I'd be lying if I said that everyone takes it super seriously, but duly noted. I guess is my point. Um, I've got a pretty nice tent, in my opinion, so that's never going to get left anywhere. The tent at Reading that we used was a scrap tent that was damaged, and it went in the recycling at Reading. The airbeds at Reading, I can't remember what happened to them. I think one of the guys took them to the same recycling at Reading. Razzy's tent, he always texts that. He had a tent for 10 years and used that. Um. so yeah I'm rambling a bit your point's really valid and I, and I value it and we do try and we'll keep trying with it Um. Da, da, da. oh here's an interesting one people that want to make a B people want a B-sides video uh, for those of you that don't know B-sides video it used to be that we'd release a Leeds Fest video or a download video and the video would be 50 minutes long and there'd be like 2 hours worth of outtakes and People love those. Um, there, I'll tell you the reason why there hasn't really been any of those aside from Coachella. And it wasn't just because Coachella's a big deal and we wanted to milk it. Um, when, as an editor, I'll do download, go to download. Um, and I'll, because again, like remember, these, are, these videos are edited 100% by me. And filmed 90%. No, that's a lie. Filmed 60% by me. So there's a bit, there's a big workload there just from a creative standpoint. But then I'm also on site getting hammered. <laughs> I'm not like an IT guy that's not in the midst of it. So you do a big festival, you shoot loads of stuff, you manage all the files with everyone, you do the edit, and you're probably exhausted by that time. Believe me, you are. The last thing I want to do then 
is immediately start another edit of the same event. And that's why there's been no download B-sides or Leeds Fest B-sides or Boomtown B-sides or any other B-sides aside from Coachella. With Coachella, it was like, cool, we're off to Coachella. And then I've got fuck all on for a month. So here's the B-sides. I can give myself a week and I can then do the B-sides and I'll be inspired again. With download and leads, I just didn't have it in me to do it. Also, we've received a bit of feedback from people that I'm quite close to that they love the B-sides type of footage so much that they'd be happy with it in the main video. And I've tried to take that on board as well. And I think that's probably why some people maybe didn't like some of our bigger or more more staple videos this year because they were a bit long in the tooth. Um. I thought about and might next year do the Leeds video and then like give the Mac to Jake or something because uh, he's very proficient in editing as well and and just say do the B-sides like if you want have a go on the B-sides and I'm sure he'd be up for that. The problem with me is I just <laughs> my mates will probably disagree with me here um, but relative to the amount that I would like to hand off I just don't ask because I hate feeling like I'm nagging someone. Um, the Leeds Fest project is gone. The The Final Cut Pro project is gone. I delete them when I'm done with them pretty much. So I can't see what went in and what didn't go in the Leeds Fest video. But I might put some, I might work on something, right? I don't know what these next few months are going to look like. There might be a world where you get a download B-Sides video and a Leeds Fest B-Sides video on the second channel. There might not. It all depends if I'm feeling particularly motivated on one day, but I can't do them in real time as I used to. And the issue is I get back from Leeds, for example, or let's say download, get back from download, edit the main video, get that up, do the thumbnail, even the thumbnail, to be fair, Jake did the thumbnail for download and it looks awesome. But like generally, even a thumbnail takes a couple of hours. Um, and then, you know, maybe a day or two later in the download example, I'm flying straight to Czech Republic for rock for people. There just is not enough time or headspace to, to then do a B-sides. But I see what you're saying and you're not the only one that's asked for the B-sides. So, um, you know, everything's still on here. So who knows? We might, one day there might be a surprise one that just pops up in a month or so. Um, here's one that says, I know it's jokes, but I don't like the piss taking about Rob's nose. It feels a bit like bullying. And as someone who was bullied in school, it's the only bits that make me feel uncomfortable. Well, first of all, I'm really sorry that you were bullied in school. We don't want to make anyone feel uncomfortable. Ultimately, if you're uncomfortable, like... That's something that can't be argued with. Like I can't say, no, it doesn't make you uncomfortable. If it makes you uncomfortable, you're the only person that that can can say that, and I can't argue with that. And I wouldn't want to argue with it. I'm sorry that it does. Um, as the recipient of said comments, um, just to make it really clear, <laughs> and this is not me trying to overcompensate for anything, um, I truly have, n like, I don't think I have a big nose. I know I don't have a particularly big nose and the comments don't bother me at all. Um, 
I couldn't say to these boys that I've been around my entire life and that our friendship is built on essentially ripping the piss out of each other. I couldn't go to them and say, stop taking the piss out of my nose. Because the truth is, they all know it's not really that big anyway. If I had a real concern or a real complex about something, if there was something I was really self-conscious about, I know that I could say to these boys, boys, look, this is too much for me. I just need, can you just like ease off? And I'm obviously not going to go into any detail, but there are people in the vids that, that have said things like that. And that area then is a no go. Um, I'm quite fortunate. I'm, I'm mostly confident now. I used to have a big complex about my weight and I used to only ever wear long sleeves and, you know, and and I, and maybe then if I was being ripped for being skinny or whatever I, else I get ripped for, maybe then it, it might have been a time for me to say, look, boys, do me a favor. This ain't for me. Um, If it feels a bit like bullying and that's what's making you uncomfortable, all I can tell you is it's not, it's, the truest form of love that could possibly exist in a friendship group. The same person that took the piss out of me for <laughs> like, oh, I'll try to think of the right way to say this. The same person that said what on paper would probably be out of context, one of the most hurtful and insensitive comments that I've ever heard anyone say about anyone, <laughs> which was directed at me, is the person that is the reason that I got through the situation they were referring to because of, if that makes sense. Um, I'll take the piss out of cancer all day long because I've personally been affected by cancer. Jake will do the same. Mary will do the same. It It doesn't... It doesn't mean that we're insensitive to it. It means that, if anything, the opposite, that we we realize the seriousness when it's that kind of thing. And in terms of the appearance stuff and the disses, I mean, you don't have to look very far back in the channel to see that there was something that Razzie let, let us know. It was kind of getting to him. And we shut that shit down immediately. So please don't feel like there's any kind of bullying or any true insensitivity. There's sometimes times when we slip up, but it's very rare in that area. And I wouldn't change it for the world. So again, I've rambled a lot there. To reiterate my first point, if you're uncomfortable, I'm sorry. Like, I can't argue with that. I can't say you're not, in, not uncomfortable. I can't say don't be uncomfortable because it's totally subjective. But hopefully it brings you some comfort in knowing that it's all for the for the right reasons if that makes sense um right then so let's keep going we'll have a couple more we'll have a couple more da, 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 da. um This is an interesting one. Um, as much as I love your festivals, I know you've been busy with festival season, really bit missed the basic stuff. 
all the videos seem very formulaic. Yeah, I can I can see why that is. Um, this is this is the main interesting part. And again, this comment's coming from someone who's taken the time to fill it out, so I value it very much. But it says the ads are getting out of hand. I know you guys have to make money somewhere other than Patreon, but the last video was a joke. How often do you need to talk about the EcoFlow Delta Two? And that's a good point because for years. We didn't get loads of sponsor offers, right? I'd be lying if I said we did. We didn't get many at all. But for years, I was too proud to take them because it's like how, you know, I don't want to sell out. I don't want to talk about, like, something that I'm not interested in. Um, The Delta 2, what, I don't know how much I can talk about here, Um. But I disagree that that was out of hand. The initial pitch was, "Will do you want to work with us?" This is from them to us, so I, I hope I'm not speaking out of turn here, and I'll be very, I'll be very loose with it. The initial pitch asked for way more, and I and I said, "Here's what here's what I think will be true to the content and be funny." We'll give you your 90-second read like we do for anyone else, which I'm comfortable being a little formulaic and a little bit like an ad, because it is. But will you trust us to do the rest of it our way? And I've got a lot of time for this company because they said, yep, you know your audience. We're going to send you the product. You do you. And I think the Delta 2 ads were great. And I think that when I watch a creator and I enjoy the ad, that to me is a sign of, of of a great creator. I'm not saying I'm a great creator. What I'm saying is when I watch Internet Historian, one of my favorite creators and one of my idols online, I look forward to his ads because they're in his style. They're not just him doing a cutaway to the camera. And if you if you rolled your eyes a couple of times at the Delta 2, I'm sorry, but I thought it was funny. There was a lot of effort put into it, a lot of effort. And I think it landed and even if it, it didn't land, it's just got to be done because we've got to get paid somehow. And we can't do a merch drop every week because that feels disingenuous. And we can't be hammering the other revenue streams either. So sponsors are just the way it works. And I would argue that watching... Drew Gooden talk about um, Hello Fresh for two minutes in a in a in a dare I say and I love Drew Gooden but a pretty boring way or Curtis Connor do the same thing. I'm really proud of what we delivered with the Delta Two and I think it's memorable. I think it adds to the video, and here we are still talking about the Delta Two. So it's obviously worked. Whether you like an ad or not, what I want everyone to know is um, 
I'll never do an ad or allow an ad to run on our channel that that I don't think is at least somewhat, at least mostly true to what we do. Um, And I don't mean in terms of like the product necessarily, though we would only generally talk about a product that we at least like and use. Um, But I'm talking about the read. We'll always try and make it funny. And and I think we succeeded with that. To move on in this comment, uh, this person says... Uh, loves all you guys, except Danny White, who's a bit of a triad. You've done wonders for my mental health. Uh, channel's not been the same since the Coachella video. So this is another interesting one. Like A few people have said the channel's changed quite a lot since the Coachella video. And I appreciate it. Like It has. It's more than doubled in size. And it's had higher quality and better uploads all the time. But I don't think it's changed for the worse. And I encourage you to think about that. And I'm not saying I'm not saying here that you're wrong. I'm just saying my my opinion on it. And obviously I'm very biased because I'm in the I'm in the hot seat right now. But um but I encourage you to think about that top gear and grand tour thing again. Um I didn't intend on that being a theme through this video. But I do think there's some science to it and a little bit of placebo. I did a post on YouTube socials when I had a video ready and the last video was on about 90,000 views. And I made a post saying, get our last video to 100,000 views and I'll upload this new one. And the comments were immediately like quite, not hateful, what's the right word? Quite, they were full of criticism. TPD's changed. Everything's changed since the Coachella video. And I would argue that it hasn't really, that there has been some changes. Every video has a polished intro. You get a video a week now that's an hour long. Definitely a change from the last few years. But I remember like specifically like not putting out the next day in the life till the last one had like 5,000 views. And the only difference is I didn't tell you about it. My mistake here was putting it in a putting it in a in a a YouTube uh, community post. I've always been on that level. I've always thought like that. Like, well, I don't want to. I don't want to put out this video until you know that last one's done everything it possibly can. Um. So, do I think the channel has changed since Coachella? Undoubtedly, it has changed. Maybe a little for the negative. Definitely a lot for the positive. Um. I think most people would agree that it has changed for the better. But I also think that so much hasn't changed. There's so much that hasn't changed. The people in it hasn't changed. The type of content we're making hasn't changed. The frequency's changed. The length has changed. But it really is the same energy and essence. And I can hold my head up high knowing that. And I think even if we had a million subscribers, it wouldn't change much more than it already has. Let's keep scrolling. Well, I'll do a couple more. Uh, There's some really, really valuable stuff in here, and I really, really appreciate it all. Um, 
another great bit of feedback is the girls. People loved the bit that the girls did in the Leeds Fest video, particularly MK. She's very beloved. And the cool thing is, again, like, you know, we just talked about sponsors, but like, if we get a sponsor in a video, then then we can afford to get more people involved. Um, you know, it's 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 tough because, of course, we all want to do stuff all the time. But what my point is is Mary probably wouldn't have come to All Points East, and unless, like, I said to her. Here's a festival, it's all paid for, we've got accommodation, are you in? And I don't mean that anything against Mary, I mean it as just a human being. It's like, do you want to come to this festival that, that looks shit on paper? Versus, yo, are you free this weekend? Everything's sorted if you want to come. It's a different proposition. And that's why Mary's been much more prominent, because she's been able to be looked after in that same way that I've been looked after, in the same way that, um, you know... Raz has been looked after, that Dan's been looked after, that, um, so it really is like a, a self-fulfilling thing, like, and it all, it all only works together, you guys want to see more Mary, so do I, she's fucking awesome, she's so funny, um, but if you do want to see Mary for 10 weeks in a row next year, you might have to hear me talk about the brilliant EcoFlow Delta 2 a little bit more, and, um, and I think that's that's good because the product's great and Mary's great. So everyone wins. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening. Are you ready for the podcast to end? Um, it's been lovely reading these. As I say, I mainly wanted to scan through. It was my first time scanning through. And I wanted to respond to the ones that I felt like I had some value or perspective to, to add. I hope it hasn't felt like give me your feedback and I'm going to argue with you. I hope it's felt more a bit like, let's have a conversation in this forum and, um, and you know, maybe maybe go two ways and you can get a bit more understanding about why some things work in a certain way. And certainly everything I've discussed today is, is something to take away. Um, so I appreciate it and nothing that we've talked about today will, will be leaving this head. Um, I'm going to consolidate this form. It's still growing as we speak. And I'm going to categorize it and I'm going to put it in a nice little spreadsheet and I'm going to, um, and I'm going to talk about it with the gang and we're going to see what changes we make, if any, uh, what changes we can make immediately, what changes we think we should make, which things we disagree with. And yeah, I'm just really grateful that we can have this forum. So thank you very much. I won't thank you too much because I know some of the feedback there was stop saying thanks. So I'll take that on board. And um, yeah, thanks everyone. Really appreciate you. And I will see you next week or something. I don't know when this is going out. Bye-bye.